2: Hello and welcome to the 443rd podcast. of This <laughs> yeah again no working Hello out. Hello and welcome to the 443rd episode of the Slow Ride podcast. This is Tim in Orlando.
3: Do I still go second?
2: You
1: still yeah. go second. Oh, okay,
3: this is Matt in Minneapolis, Minnesota.
1: And this is Spencer out in Western Massachusetts, little guy. You're back, and I got to say, Tim, I don't know if this was a throwback for you to the the good old days of racing bicycles on the little guy racing team that we started, um, racing bikes with Matt, because he was always a crafty
2: little bugger, you know? like He was. He always, was. Always stealthy, but crafty.
1: Very stealthy, very sly, never knew what he was up to, and uh, for the past two weeks on this podcast... He has been pulling some of his old tricks, <laughs> letting us think one thing, you know, looking right, bobbing left, yeah. going up, faking down, whatever, A, B, select, start. Yeah. We thought he would be here last week, and he wasn't.
3: Yep. Last week And
1: he had changed. told us he was not going to be here this week, but here he is.
3: Yeah. Real switcheroo, huh? You guys didn't see that one coming. That's...
1: That's how you get all uh, those fifth places.
3: Yeah. I, I to, wasn't disappointed. Like to keep you guys on your toes. You know?
2: So little guy, um, I'm happy to report that the uh Castorama jersey was last place in our vote.
3: I saw that. Um, I mean, Jeff Aldrich
2: did Yeah. Jeff Aldrich did chime in from down under. Mm-hmm. I I don't know if New Zealand's down under, but it's pretty close, right next it's, to there. I think it's double under. Uh, to say that PDM. PDM is the winner. So yeah. sent ah. over a photo of what it, it's going to look like from mm. the bike shop Dunedin. He asked for my shirt size, not your boys' shirt sizes.
3: <laughs> well, I'm sorry. You know, I'm sad. Castron. I think it was win, a consolation.
2: Yeah, it's going to look I'm good. I'm going to have them. I'm just going to have him ship it to me. Yeah, and that's And then okay. we'll see if you get it. Um, shipping it to me saves some money from hey. down under.
3: I've got some cards and some hats that we'll see well, if I don't you guys know what ever the, get your hands on. I don't know
2: so. what the New Zealand Kiwi is trading at, but it's probably not on par with the U.S. dollar.
1: Uh, I don't know. It's like, probably firm, like right? nice and ripe. Yeah. You yeah. know?
3: be better.
2: Yes, little guy. I'm pretty sure it's called the Kiwi down there. Yeah, yeah. I'm Anyways, sure, so little guy, you lost that. But Vans, Vans vans were your life last week, so I did Two see weeks. a picture of you on the Instagram. uh swapping out the steering wheel look like on the legendary <laughs> slow ride podcast van again everything i
3: love okay? i love i love when tim gets starts talking tech no matter what the tech is i love it mm-hmm. i did a quick steering wheel swap in the middle of the drive <laughs> um yeah i ran into a kid driving a honda civic and we switched uh you know because they love taking their steering wheels off
1: that's pretty time. sick. that's a pretty sick move.
3: No, I switched I swapped the ignition. Thank you, Spencer for having purchased a, a new ignition switch ten years ago and just thrown it in the uh, in the little tool bin in the van and I thought mm-hmm. at the time when I saw it in there, I think the first time I opened that little extra bin of uh, bits and bops of LEDs and lights and things, I thought, why is this in here? There's nothing wrong with the ignition. yeah you were right something is always wrong with something and it will be. And it's good to have as much as you can carry when you're driving a 30 plus year old car.
1: If there's one thing being a cyclist, uh, prepares you for, uh, as far as owning old cars that break down a lot, um, it's that the parts bin is your best friend and it can never be too deep. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that you know that, uh, mm-hmm. but it is just a good life lesson in general for everyone. So I'm glad that uh, I was able to help yeah. somehow.
3: No, thanks for helping.
2: Uh, hey, van can we keep... talk about something more exciting? Uh, okay. Yeah, I'll just stop. stop what you bike do you got?
1: Do you got something exciting, Tim? Bring the heat. I went, you can't just I cut us for... <laughs> off when we're talking about vans and not bring the heat. This podcast I is known for, a... for bringing the heat. Coach Tim, I went for a thinks he's in the house, but uh, I don't know who called this audible.
2: I went for a bike ride this morning.
3: Okay. Oh, this
1: is a thrill a minute! Tell me more.
2: Wow,
0: exciting!
3: <laughs> Tell me more. Me the too. The whole time I was on the
2: How bike ride, there's eight, there's eight people, forty forty miles. It was great. Did a little big two by two cover small ring, formation, little of both? <laughs> big ring and short ring. One a sprint. Okay,
1: right. oh, yeah. okay. Oh, okay, all good right.
2: Out there. I had some non-black-colored um, bibs, so that looked fashionable.
1: Oh, boy. They were, what, they were um, deep, deep uh, teal. I was just going to say, deep it was teal. some sort of dark earth tone, wasn't it? Ugh.
2: No, no, this is a little bit of pop. It was a kind of like a turquoise green, but really deep. It was good. Um, it was good. I, I had a good weekend, and little guy, I'm so happy that you're back with the van. I, I'm sorry I wasn't there to help you. <laughs>
1: I'm well, sorry I that he was not there guy. to help you I, either.
2: Look, <laughs> I know we're six minutes in. and am really bur- buried this here, but I felt kind of bad for you this week, along with Spencer. Near the top of the show notes of what we're going to talk about this week was mm-hmm. the fact that Waterford Bikes is closing. Are you okay? <laughs> Are you okay, Waterford, bud? The legendary uh, bicycle manufacturer in Wisconsin, home of Rivendell. No, sorry, home of Gunner. <laughs> there you Waterford go, there Bikes you go. and the great... Yeah. The great, um, well, I would lungs. maybe
1: lead with the home of Waterford.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's kind
3: of their thing. Bigger than Gunner. Though I was I've never had a Waterford, gunner? but I have They're had cool a Gunner, guy. and I really liked <laughs> my Gunner. I will say I never I kind of found the gunner boring. I think you guys know that I had the gunner and I kind of was like, huh, ho hum about it. Like it's just it's just a bunch of tubes. There's no fancy lugs like you Are get you? with a Waterford. But I will say it's probably top three bikes I've ever owned in terms of how it rode. I loved that yeah. bike. Do you think- I'm really sad that I crashed it a lot, and eventually <laughs> <laughs> it it buckled um, and broke. And I rode in winter a lot, so it got rust. I, I beat it up, and I rode it into the ground, and those are usually the bikes you make the best connection with. And it definitely yeah. one of my favorite bikes. So, yeah, I'm sad to see Gunner and then Waterford. Are you
2: shocked so? that no one bought it?
3: Not really, because I feel like bought the uh, brand. Well, maybe somebody will eventually. I I guess I feel like like a big enough like. There's obviously a lot of space for custom builders right now, but not. I feel like for like maybe at that scale, you know what I mean. Like they kind of slot in in like a weird middle ground, probably with the scale that they needed to be to like maintain, because they were like one of the bigger ones for a long time, and it feels like that. It's a hard place to be, you know. You can only grow a small. I'm surprised, like a small Watch, custom shop, like, so big. Ally didn't buy them, but like Allied's got. They, they, they strata, got. their own thing going on. You know, like, yeah, but that's but more like. Waterford's but that's good. more like Walton's. Like, if one of the Waltons had owned a Waterford, they probably would have yeah. seen it. Like, they've been like, oh yeah, and like thrown <laughs> some cash over at it. But yeah. like, since they've never owned a Waterford, they're like, I don't know if I care or not. You know, that's kind of. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, where this stuff is at the mercy of
2: it's kind people. of a, been a bad week for carbon fiber you think that uh you think that uh steel and, and titanium uh would would be the cat's pajamas i've, and people I, would be I've been out it, of the you know i've been out much. of the
3: loop what's why has it been bad for carbon oh, fiber because i like i said well, i've been working on rusty well, i've been working on rusty okay, old steel and stuff, what do you so. know well,
1: steel would have lasted about maybe. submersibles <laughs>
3: Oh, that you're talking about that. I thought you were talking bike related. I know about that. <laughs>
2: wait, are you? Well, wait a second. Are you trying to tell me when you heard that this uh, submersible that was riveted from the outside that you couldn't climb out of was made of carbon yeah. fiber? You immediately oh, didn't. didn't go. That well, serves you right. Probably gonna be <laughs> some carbon fiber failed with uh, that thing.
3: No, no. I'm just. I didn't actually know what the the submersible was made out of. i I'd, I'd heard this. I've heard the story. I'd heard the story about the people uh Dying and the tragedy of it all, but I hadn't I hadn't heard the materials. I thought you are talking about how at at uh, the mountain bike like cross world cup a couple weeks ago, some dude's bottom bracket sheared off at the start. Oh
1: yeah, did I you saw guys that. see
3: that? I don't remember who it was, yeah. and he rode no. some brand I'd never heard. Was of, that a Harley of just doom like for the sheared off. Yeah. Well. You know, every material has its has its well has its They don't
1: times. make the carbon like they used to. Um oh, because, they, they made yeah. better
3: carbon back in the day?
1: Back in the day, yeah,
3: back in your our carbon
1: day. used to have lugs.
3: Yeah because yeah.
1: bikes should have lugs. Yeah. In my opinion. It's oh. the it's like the fruits. thing that we're missing, really, these
2: days. <laughs> if Waterford would have like... made that submersible, probably would have lasted though. That's what you're saying, little guy.
1: Oh, definitely and that's what, what saying I'm right saying right why are you putting words in
3: my mouth <laughs> <laughs> no. no I just, just
1: checking. I'm a little sad about whatever I mean you can get like they've got history tied in with Schwinn and Trek and like all these like it's a big deal that they're they're uh, gonna be no more um, the Waterford bikes if you're somehow unfamiliar just google them they're beautiful they do great work with the lugs and everything um, very nice bikes had a little semi custom maybe brand, I guess, uh, off the side called Gunner that little guy uh, had because uh, he couldn't afford the biggest. Uh, I wish I got a gunner. Yeah. yeah
4: they I were, would, they I were
1: like Yeah, I looked So for the the, the Surly is like the poor man's gunner, you know? Yeah.
3: And the gunner yeah. is the poor man's Waterford. Or the, exactly. the Waterford is the rich man's gunner.
1: Yeah. I I mean I, I I do a Waterford is the poor
2: man's
3: vanilla.
1: They were not for poor man's vanilla. I don't, you know, they were always exactly.
3: really expensive. No. Do you guys think, was Waterford, now are we showing our Midwest roots here, <laughs> was Waterford as big in the rest of the country, or was it sort of, because, you know, they're definitely here in the Twin Cities, you see a lot of Waterfords. For for such a small brand, you see a lot of them, you know? Whereas, like, do you probably see more, like, Lightspeeds in Tennessee or something, you know, or Linsky's or something? Whoa,
2: whoa, whoa, whoa. Did you just equate Lightspeed with uh, Waterford? Yeah, that was brutal. That was weird. Come on, Logan. Just why, why? don't you try that again? Let's. What about those lightspeeds?
3: Wait, are the lightspeeders the Linskys? Which ones had the twisted down tubes?
2: Linsky. Definitely oh, Linsky. Definitely okay. go Linsky over those lightspeed. Are... If, if you're trying to work the Waterford angle, and I would say no. I think that Indie Fab is probably the closest you get to Waterford if you're going <laughs> to regional. Uh,
3: here, I'll tell North
2: you. Steel, uh, independent safe
3: in, Yeah. Okay. So when I bought my Gunner, here's a story. When I bought my Gunner, I bought it off craigslist from a guy who was much he weighed a lot more than me right we were the same size right. but he weighed a lot more than me so he Doctor. i was selling me the bike that well, you
2: bought it off of uh, craigslist
3: <laughs> yes so he bought me i he sold me the bike and he had the gunner frame and it had a few parts on it and he had an independent fabrications fork on it and i was like oh did you break the other fork because i was like has this bike been crashed he's like no it's never been crashed but he's like I, he's like, I'm a heavier dude, and I felt like the gunner fork flexed too much for me, so I bought this IF fork. And I kind of thought, mm-hmm. well, sweet, this is like kind of an upgrade because it was a straight f- straight blade fork, so it looked extra cool, and the colors right. were mismatched, and it looked sweet. As um, was
1: the fashion of the time.
3: Super the fashion of the time, and it looked super ah. cool, and that fork um, almost immediately like started developing hairline cracks around where the fork blades were welded into the, to the steer. And it got to the point I'd kind of been ignoring it. And one day at work, I came out of uh, doing a drop. I unlocked my bike and I, I'm, you know, my locks kind of sitting there on the down tube, you know, free locking itself. And I'm looking at that crack and I'm like, I should check that, you know? So I push on it and it flexes (laughs) and it (laughs) opens up. And I noticed that uh-huh. I have, uh, you know, if uh, 100% around the whole fork blade, I have maybe 10% on the left blade that's still metal, touch you know metal, solid metal, and the rest of it just opens and bends. Um, so my cool, so, super cool, if fork only lasted like a year or two uh, before I had to 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 get rid of it because it it was died. Was
1: it still feeling vertically compliant then?
3: Yeah. Yes, <laughs> vertically it compliant. May have been
1: laterally stiff.
3: Yeah, no, laterally no, because I could literally okay. push it and and make it and and make it bend. So when I got home, okay. I took the front wheel out and I pushed on the left fork blade, and uh-huh. not pushing very hard, I bent it all the way over to the right fork blade, like the the dropouts yeah. touched.
0: Yeah. And anyway, that's the only.
3: The that's the only if thing I've ever owned, so I'm not exactly. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people talk big about independent fabrications, but I feel like maybe the quality dropped at some point over at Independent Fabrications. Sorry well, to throw you guys I, under I the had,
1: bus, but I had an if uh, yeah. mountain bike as well that lasted me a very long time and okay. it gave me no problems. Yeah, yeah. Um, for,
0: oh, uh, I would say a decade bias or so. Talking.
1: Well, no, this was the smartest thing I ever did. Was uh, in like 20. 12, maybe, before things got crazy. Right when 27.5 wheels became a thing that people wanted to do and couldn't decide if they were named 650B or Mm -hmm. 27.5, which was a hilarious part of uh, the bike industry's uh, history. Yeah. Bought that independent frame used off the eBay for, like, 250 bucks. Because everybody's yeeting their 26-inch frames. They didn't want them anymore. This was garbage. Got to get the new Hype 27.5. Uh, bikes i just put 27.5 wheels straight on that bike what? and they fit and they were fine
2: yeah <laughs> <Do> we, <laughs> it was do a 26 a, inch
1: frame it was great
2: do we have a resolution to the 27.5 650b or are we just back on 29s like we're like back where, on 29, where is the, yeah. <laughs> 29. No, it's
3: okay. it's 650b if you're it's 650b mullet. if you're it's 650B if you're old school and you're running rim brakes and you're running like an old rand in your bike, and it's 27.5 if you're on a mountain bike. I think that's kind of yeah, how it yeah, but down in terms of
1: how people talk 26. about it. 26. There's uh, some specialized um, use cases, but for the most part, everybody went back to 29s. Yeah. I,
3: yeah I, I'm, so running, course, I'm running 650Cs um, personally.
1: Little
2: <laughs> guy, did you see the news about Remco going for a water slide?
3: Okay. I saw the short clip of it that is something i did see this
2: week yeah
0: okay how would you like to
2: be the fan on the side of the road taking that video yeah oh oh yeah so good that was fun how shocked are you that there was not a mysterious bottle (laughs) being left behind when he got back on his bike
3: oh i'm not that shocked i'm i'm trying to keep the faith man it's right before the tour i don't need that i don't need that kind of energy they
2: slid out little low impact crash what do you think spencer of the slide we or boo?
1: Oh, we Um, definitely like I saw the footage of the, the crash because obviously I'm not watching the time trial. Uh, I didn't see it happen.
0: Uh,
1: yeah. IRL, but I saw the video of the crash and the slide and I just said to myself, that guy is faster off a TT bike than I am on a <laughs> TT bike. Because <laughs> that was some incredible pace that he had, sliding yeah. across the tarmac and off the side of the road. But Let's he's okay shows you the materials what...
3: they're working with these days. I mean, they uh, Remember when? Yeah, remember yeah, yeah. when Ulrichs crashed in that TT in, in the two thousand
2: three?
3: Sparks, sparks uh, friction everywhere. Now a yeah. rider crashes in the rain, and it's hard to stop him. What they do you just think keep that, going?
2: baby oiling up just taking a yeah, bath and baby oil before they had to the lubricated yeah.
1: well, the man before you,
2: you guys have heard <laughs> the rumors
3: remco is so aero he doesn't have to wear the extra long sleeves like everybody else has to it's wear not, like cover themselves in fabric almost, to be aero his n- skin is naturally more
2: aerodynamic <laughs> naturally dimpled he yeah. just was smiling as he was sliding yeah. across the pavement
1: yeah Very he's great. faster when he smiles um,
2: cuz the dimples little guy did you see the news okay I don't um know that uh Pogacar's Slovenian team was up in Scotland. Yes. Looking at the road surfaces. Did you see yes.
3: this? I heard they complained. How did they get over there so quick and then he got back to win nationals like that? Uh, it's like he's he's got I, a, I
2: don't think he was just sent Scouts.
3: Oh, yeah. he sent he scouts. scouts. Okay. So some cat 3s cuz how a big country. there's country. got 2 got two and a half million people there's, there's only 2 job. million people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I heard Besides they complained. New I heard they didn't they like have the The world's yeah. best
2: basketball player. Yeah. Um, did you see the photos of what the road looks like in Scotland?
3: Uh, I saw some photos. I'm pretty sure those were from from St. Paul though.
2: Yeah, they they, they look they, like they're from Minnesota. They and look on familiar, behalf yeah. of all of my Scottish friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? Get bent. Like this is ridiculous. Those roads look pristine. <laughs> They look great. <laughs> and if you can win a world championship on those roads, you're that much more of a world champion. What do you want? Do you want like just a an like a beautiful freshly paved road? This isn't the Olympics coming in. Yeah. The people of Scotland have other things to pay for, like health care for their citizens. Yeah, they don't yeah. need to go do like a hundred mile hundred kilometers of road surfaces. It looks fine. Yeah. I was embarrassed when I saw this, not for the Scottish people, but for Pogachar for sending people ahead to go look at this course. Mm-hmm. Come wow. on. Well, I this looks that, like a, just a regular ride that any of us would do.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, this should just be motivation for a rider like of his caliber to just go off the front early so you can pick your own line. Uh, you don't want to be stuck in the pack. It's just going to go solo, you know, or get off with Remco and do, do a two-up TT, you know?
2: His team said it was the worst roads they'd ever seen. Uh, I challenge that.
3: Man, just know. wait till the we have the worlds here in Minneapolis, St. Paul. We're gonna <laughs> like, blow their minds. The worst you've
2: ever seen.
1: It's. I mean, come on. They look, they look bad, but they look like kind of normal city they that has like, the roads like that, winter season bad. But yeah. yeah. I will say nowhere that I've ridden uh, that has roads similar to this has also hosted a world championship uh, event. Have you been to Richmond? I yeah, they redid all the roads there. Yeah, the roads were good, good. and and the ones that were bumpy were.
3: But the ones that were bumpy, but those were good. Those were like mellow cobbles, though. Those were ceremonial cobbles, my friend.
2: I, will, I mean, I maybe will I'm say... just a Homer sticking up for the Scots, but yeah, you might. You know, be. What? the only thing that matters yeah. is the venue for cycleball.
1: Mm-hmm. I well, I, that'll be that'll be perfect. Yeah,
2: yeah I, I think I, we
1: I,
3: may I, we may have a distorted view, being that we're we're all from the uh, the U.S. of A. Here, where we <laughs> both drive the biggest vehicles we possibly can, and we invest the least money humanly possible in our infrastructure. So we're like, that looks totally normal. Well, <laughs> it's like just the, the fact that that with. was.
1: I I enjoy the the article I read about this. Um, you know, the journalist said uh, we contacted the UCI to see if they're aware of I- any planned road improvements <laughs> ahead of the event in early August, uh, and they said um, we were told the pictures and concerns were <laughs> would be passed on to the local organizing committee, quote responsible for ensuring safe co- conditions at their event. Uh, and for following UCI regulations. So the UCI is just passing the buck on this one. They said, yeah. uh, oh, this is on the local figure. on the ground team there. Their I mean, problem to deal with.
2: Um, do you remember, wasn't it like two years ago when uh, somewhere else in the UK, in England, hosted Worlds, and it was like, they're like basically riding their bikes through a lake?
3: Yeah, there was cause puddles the everywhere because it rained so much. Yeah. But they, I mean, you know, you can't. Does it really can...
2: matter? At the it's end of the day, there's going to be so much rain up there in August, it's going to For you, blank. The summer's gone. Anyway, I mean, if they're really worried about the potholes, wait till they find out about midges.
1: That's some local humor that I it didn't (laughs) land. Didn't land here on the podcast. But smaller.
2: Okay. UK corner right now is loving me. They're like, man, that Tim. I'm gonna vote for him next time. I'm podcast host of the year. Um, Speaking of national championships, you guys see the Swedish national championships were canceled um because they had a uh uh the the road course was canceled they had to move it to a self-contained racetrack. track did you see why? this one
3: why they do that do you know
2: a lot of complaints uh,
1: uh what a do lot you of complaints think, okay. from the locals the residents saying uh the roads closed i needed to,
2: need to get places open the road um i got to go to the grocery store i got to go to the uh the sob factory <laughs>
3: <laughs> just to cry or what it's
2: probably <laughs> That's
1: <laughs> probably, yeah, that does make born, sense. Born
2: from Jets. <laughs> Once a
1: week, got to make a pilgrimage to the sob Factory. Um, yeah, just kind of a bummer. Uh, on the, the sob
2: I've factory been seeing grounds.
1: similar complaints leveled uh, in Glasgow and other places as well. Uh, I feel like this is going to be a thing for more and more promoters going forward. Uh, yeah. How do you justify sure. closing roads to people that, are less tolerant of anything as the cars get bigger and bigger. You know.
3: Yeah, there's probably no so way. It, I'm gonna complain every time. I'm even football game in Minneapolis that I can't drive my car onto the plaza in front of the stadium.
2: <laughs> Should we go into? I know it was Road Worlds, and um, I don't know no, the won Nationals. Sweden, but what I do know is what I do yep. know is MoviStar got the Spanish national championship back on the men's side with uh, Oh, thank L'Zonko. God. Lascano, sorry, Olier, Lazank, Lascano, nailed nice. it. Nailed yeah. it. For, nailed it. Yeah, gonna, nailed the it. movie star is just gonna butcher that. Butcher that national championship jersey again. Ah, yeah. well, it's be been though. a weird year. Been a weird year for them not having Valverde in it. Yeah, it's true.
3: You know what's. Uh, um, you know what's going to be weird is uh, Slovakia. No one named Sagan is the yeah. national champ. Peter Sagan. Was in a sprint, Not like even a seven-up sprint. His brother retired, remember, after last year. So every year you look at the results, and yeah. fuck you, it's, it says Sagan, Sagan, and then somebody yeah. else. And there's yeah. usually like a five-minute gap, and it's either yeah. Peter decided he wanted the jersey for some reason, or he told his brother, go get the jersey, and he just blocked. But Peter didn't win this year, and some guy named Mattis Stokek won.
2: Yeah, from AT and T Investments.
3: It's uh, it's uh, yeah, past, it's a we're real, we're a real changing of the guard here. After yeah, truly Sagan, of an era. Sagan's yeah. really, he's really retiring. I think.
2: Did you oh, boy. did you see that um, the big news on uh, men's national championships going into the Tour de France? Little I know you saw this. Okay, What's that this? The, no, the long international nightmare of who's the French national champion? <laughs>
3: yeah, you saw
2: um, it is. You. It's back. It's yeah, back, back to FDJ. FDJ. Yeah. How excited are you that it's back to FDJ?
3: I'm always excited when FDJ is a national
2: kid. Yeah,
3: they'll they'll honor it with no logos because they're. I don't know. They're old school. Oh, they will be good. A it's a thing of so beauty. Uh, on the twitters, when I saw that. Uh, I saw some thread that about Ben Healy winning the, uh, the, the Irish, Irish national champs. champs and, uh, Found the pot Vodders Va- tweeted <laughs> something. We got to bring Vodders up every episode. He's the new Georgian and He tweeted something Damn. of like, Oh, this kid's going to be awesome. Right. And then somebody chimed in some, some Frank or Fred chimed in and was like, Oh, just don't make it as ugly as Chavez's kid or something. Uh, and then Vodders like shot the back. Kid.
1: "Unbelievable!" That's yeah. what
3: I'm saying. Vader shot back with, well, take it up with Chavez because he designed it.
2: Oh. oh, Chavez. Chavez going to the near the top of the rankings right now after hearing that. <laughs>
3: Which I was like, that's that's that takes it to a nibble because yeah, Carapaz and Chavez's kits are I, I think we've we've talked about it. Anytime a national champion is with, with with EF, they do something weird with it and it's great. And like like you saying, FDJ does just super traditional. Yeah. And just, just the colors, which is a great way to do it. And then you have uh, your uh, your UAEs and your uh, Astanas who totally destroy national champion kits and make you yeah. stare at them confused, even though you know where the rider's from. You start How- Mark Cavendish for 10 minutes, and you're like, what is that jersey Mark Cavendish has on? Can't figure it out. But EF does a great job but- of making it theirs and fun.
2: Speaking of Astana kit. What do you think of the Astana kit that was unveiled this week?
3: Oh, I didn't see this. See, I've been so out of the loop. Tell me about it. What happened? A new Astana kit for the for the tour?
2: It's yeah. blue. It's got some dark tones of blue. I think they said it was like the vein like it's kind of got like what like the rock like mineral veins of iron ore or something mixed in. I don't know.
3: Oh, you don't Pretty want us cool. talk Astana and veins? Come on, that's dangerous. You know <laughs> whose veins we think of when you say Astana and veins?
2: Vinos, Vina, Vinos, Vina Korov. Um, oh,
3: okay. So, so we got yeah. some other
2: big news coming up in road. Is uh, Uno X is changing their? Uh, they got a new title sponsor, so that red and yellow kit probably going away for the tour. But they'll still have those helmets. In the you can't
1: thing. hide those helmets.
2: He can He definitely can't hide those um we're just a few uh, days away from seeing the trek Lidell kit oh yeah that's the um are you, are you that's are you the my pillow guy the, the what <laughs> it's not the my pillow <laughs> <God>, guy that, <laughs> thank no, god man. No. i think it's Liddell, like the uh linda like the uh the supermarket yeah um, oh replacing okay. Segafredo. um
3: they can't have two th- pillow sponsors for in the pro tour yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's
2: a, there's a real there's a real chance here this kit's going to look amazing. Um, yeah. We'll see. We'll yeah, see how that uh, goes. Cross my um, fingers. Yeah, I feel like uh, uh,
1: uh it all it took for everyone to drop their brand new kits was for the Slow Ride podcast to do our tiered ranking list yeah. of the kits for 2023, which I'll admit we were about 5 months behind schedule on that, but come on guys.
2: So Trek will have their work cut out. They got a, they're de- debuting the new kit, and then they'll have uh, Quinn Simmons' new uh, national championship kit won today in Knoxville on a shortened course. Um, they, they, I, th- I think Trek so far has always done a good job with national championship kit. They also got uh, Lupin's kit again from Latvia. So, you know, they've, they've got a pretty – in Denmark. They've they got a lot of do. national champions on that team.
1: Yeah, they knew how to do the Denmark kit and the Latvian kit because they've done that well in the past. And, you know, maybe we'll see that U.S. one. um, Assuming he doesn't get suspended for some reason and is actually showing up to bike races. You know, who knows?
2: And uh, Chloe Dygart won on the women's side over Corinne Lebecki and Skylar Schneider. Um, Corinne Lebecki, though, won her 73rd national championship in the Crit national championship. 73rd? 73rd. I think when she destroyed me and Spencer at a Category 3 track race in uh, Kenosha all those years ago, she was maybe only like 35-time national champion. So yeah. um, did you guys see this race in the controversy? Was there controversy? Because
1: uh, Well, there um, certainly was controversy. Ken-
2: <laughs> Kendall Ryan came across nonplussed, not happy, saying, Corinne, Lebecki chopped her wheel. Chopped her. Uh-huh. Chopped. Chopped. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And uh, video shows it didn't look like there was much chopping going on. It looked like there was just someone getting smoked by a 72 time national champion. And, you know, it was kind of funny.
3: <laughs> kind of funny.
2: I didn't think so. got oh, chopped is, in the video. Uh, Yeah, I I don't know if I would complain that much as much as like like I understand coming across the finish line like, uh like hands up. Like, did you see that? And then later I'd be like, all right, you know, she smoked me 73rd time. But then again, I've never been in a sprint for a win.
1: Uh, (laughs) I I don't think the move looked too terribly egregious uh, from what I saw, but I will take this opportunity to say the footage available not that good. Uh <laughs> USA Cycling. So this is a
2: film. Twenty Twenty
1: Three National Championship, the one event that they put flow. on basically for the for the it is the the pin in their cap. This is the thing that USA Cycling spends all of our membership dollars on. And Guys, surveys. I've been I've been following this sport for over twenty years. And the the coverage is still terrible. How is this possible in 2023? So you watch the last lap uh, of that race, and you're getting the camera angle. Uh, it's from the front. Ah, uh, it's from the back. Oh, they turned this corner. It's over here now. Like oh, they're three blocks away, and we got a super zoom that's kind of shaky. Like
0: yeah,
1: you can't tell. Uh, what is this event? Oh man. It
3: anyway, is bad. It's amazing that we can't make our nationals even close to the level of a second tier Eurocross race feed. It's, that you hacked through yeah, six Russian.
1: a 100%, 100%. 100%. You know, this like is a
3: midweek Eurocross race on the second tier yeah. is going to have a better feed.
1: A yeah. 100%. For the UK corner and our down under corner and and all of our other international friends who may not be familiar um if you've ever gone to like maybe a U, seven, uh, child's football match, uh, and, you know, Debbie, uh, posted the video to Facebook (laughs) of her kid, uh, participating,
2: but it's about,
1: it's about a little worse than that. I,
2: can we get back to the meat? In it was on flow this, bikes though. too,
1: man. Like, it, you had to pay money for bikes. it. I know the, well, I know the
2: coverage really, wasn't that good, and we can't the see teeth. the details, but I gotta ask the question, Spencer, yeah, fan of the podcast, the, 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 the person to give us the right point of view is Legion sure. getting too much hate and beef on this, or is it just like people are because my Instagram feed was just filled with people making fun of the fact that um, Legion lost here and in the uh. way that the response was. Is that unfair to uh, Legion? Like, what, what's your read on it? Like, because to me, it, it seemed like it was starting to get a little heavy. Like, it was a little, like, starting to get a little mean it's, in the situation. But is Legion asking much for it because they're the best?
1: Yeah. Um. I mean, they are asking for it. They They put themselves up on that pedestal and they make you know, no bones about it that, Hey, we're here to win. That's what we do. It's why, you know, why we are what we are. Um, and yeah, a lot of people feel very threatened by that and do take any opportunity. If, if like, we all know we're all by race, right? Like you can't win everything. You can't win most things. Uh, one person out of a hundred person field has like gets to win. You know what I mean? Like it is. Yeah. It is a very rare thing to win, so if you do it often, I think it's legit to be like, "Hey, we're some of the best of the best out there." Um, so I don't really have any bones with them uh, posturing. I guess I and I do yeah. think there's a lot of uh, haters out there that will take any any slip up to be like, "Oh, in your face, you got suck," <laughs> and
0: it's
1: like, "Well, will, yeah, they I, don't win everything. Not nobody wins everything. It's fine, but yeah, they. I mean they." Uh, they're doing different things in cycling. Um, you know, uh, bike racing has got a history of of being humble and all
2: this. Yes, and
1: it's kind of dumb.
2: Friend of the pod, Frank Cundiff, had like some after, like the, the cool down lap coverage that was on Flow. Okay. And it, you know, with Corinne Lebecki and uh, I believe Kendall Ryan kind of talking to each other afterwards. Kendall Ryan's still hot about the perceived chop right i wasn't in the race it is what yep. it is it seemed spicy from a bike race perspective which as you guys know i'm a fan of drama i'm all about it but you don't like spicy um, rides. huge fan but he doesn't like jalapenos i, I don't so, Nate, no. i don't like jalapenos but i would say the skullville rating is through uh-huh. the roof but to me at the end of the day Bike racing is still bike racing, so it was like it was a fun race to watch. Yeah, um, and to see some of the uh, the highlights come across, I wasn't I wasn't mad, but it did remind me of how good Corinne the Becky is. Like right, like just to like I'll stand by my Instagram post that it, it or tweet. It is like when Michael Jordan came back from playing baseball and just reminded the world that he was the best basketball player of all time. Corinne came back and just dusted the field. She almost won today mm-hmm. um, on the road. Like, mm-hmm. There's a reason why. She's a 73-time 73 t- 73 national champion, and she has won some of the biggest races in the women's world tour scene. Full stop.
1: Yeah. No that's, um, I mean that's pretty legit competition, and I mean chop or no chop, I you know I don't think so, it's like making fun of somebody for getting beat by wild van art, you know what I mean like
0: <laughs> yeah
1: it's so, it's insane, like even if they're pissy about getting third place, like you're still like, dude, you're pretty close, I mean you had a shot at,
2: you weren't gonna win, but you had a shot at it, you know, like good for you, so we got a lot here i. got little guy you're you're kind of our um we're running way late i just looked at the we're good we're yeah, going yeah. we're flowing let me cook yeah, little guy qu- pop quiz who mm-hmm. is the defending women's olympic road race champion
3: Ugh, don't remember her name i'm sorry she's austrian That's what
2: i know correct her name is anna kaisenhofer There you go. And I will have you know that she got fifth place in the women's Austrian world uh, national championships. But the reason I'm bringing this up is I was looking to see who won the Austrian women's championships. I was like, oh, I wonder if the woman that won the Olympics that never races was in it. She got fifth. Mm -hmm. The woman that got second place has absolutely zero results in her name ever. How awesome would it be to be like your first (laughs) recorded professional race? And you get second to the world champion or your national championships by five seconds. Mm -hmm. So shout out to Lisa Perterra. Pretty cool. Okay. I didn't know who won. doesn't matter.
1: (laughs) uh,
3: This feels like it could go two ways. One, she could become the next big thing in women's cycling or two. She gets popped next week. And and it looks weird.
1: Wow. I mean, coming out of nowhere.
3: Yeah. Come on. You come out of nowhere, you got no results. I mean, she's got to have some results, obviously like, they don't I don't want to. I don't want
1: to. I don't want to give anything away. But I feel like uh, next week uh, in the uh, annual rewatch of the Sunday Stroll uh, podcast yeah. that we're doing, the annual rewatch of American Flyers, we talk a little bit oh, about classy. Davey coming onto the scene hot uh, in the Hell of the West for his first yeah, yeah. race ever. Yeah. Um, very similar. This vibe. Is very true. Yeah,
2: this is very true. I'm so sorry that I that I um, overstepped my grounds there.
1: Yeah, so the that's precedent that I, was it. set back in the 80s out of, out of beautiful St. Louis, Missouri. Um, but if you're so unfamiliar, you've got one week to watch that movie, American Flyers, absorb it, think about it, and then here our annual takes on it where we dive into something new uh, and exciting about um, the film.
2: The, it's my favorite episode of the year. It's when our listeners go through the roof because they're here to watch some Tour de France coverage, which starts mm-hmm. soon. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, are we doing a pre lap or should we keep rolling? What do you guys want to do?
1: Well, little guy, you want to chop him and go straight into a pre lap? Chop. <laughs> so remember and uh, yeah, enjoy the Starlight Podcast.
2: We'd like to thank all of our listeners and supporters of the Wide Angle Podium Network. Head over to WideAnglePodium.com to find out how you can become a supporter of the podcast network. Independent Cycling Media at its finest. Shout out to the Grodio, Cycross Radio, Nowhere Fast, and of course, Criterium Nation, who's going to give you all the feedback on this year's Criterium National Championships. Head over to uh-huh. WideAnglePodium.com to find out how you can support independent cycling media.
1: Yeah. Do it. I am I am on the edge of my seat for uh Rob's analysis of these <laughs> uh, national championships. I was I was going to say it's like the Super Bowl week for him. Um but it might have been Tulsa. I'm not sure. Uh I need to I need to give the show a listen when that one comes out uh because I I know there's going to be some actual good breakdowns on it not just him being like I saw an Instagram looked funny. <laughs> But there's a place for both of these takes. <laughs> That's true.
2: That's why we exist. So, let's get back also, to the show. Well,
1: oh, I, mean, I know we no. mentioned it, but uh, next week, yeah. big news. Uh, big next news. episode, annual, once a year happens. We drop this. It's a Shout podcast. Shout out to St. Louis. Yeah, podcast within a podcast of the Slow Ride Podcast, where we have the podcast called The Sunday Stroll that releases every year on July 4th, for the celebration of America, we've got a,
2: by we got a homework American assignment Flyers. in it this
0: year.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. You're gonna have to listen. We need some help on the homework, so we'll find it next year. Yeah, it is an underappreciated film, and we need to fix that collectively. So listen right. to next week's Sunday stroll, our multi-year rewatch of American Flyers. Let's get back to the show. Greg, and you're listening to the slow ride podcast all right here we are uh shout out daniel i know you sent us an email last week and it was something about a guy named paul looking for spice on the rides we didn't get it but uh apparently that's a dune joke dune yeah man dune dune yeah yeah little not, guy got it not all afraidies okay of, little guy. of little course i little got 80s. it um, we did, um, we did get a, a, a blank marketing email that we got from a PR agency. Oh. I thought it was kind of, wor- are you guys familiar with hydro foiling, hydro foiling? Like, no, you know, like hydrofoiling, like that. Yeah. It raises up out of the waves, yeah. kind of a surfboard, but you're a couple feet high. They have a new I thing thought- called bike foiling. Did you see this come into our email box? I'm not going to read it. It's from New no. Zealand. So maybe that, Ooh, maybe they know. Jeff. Jeff? Our PDM don't, van. Don't do it, Jeff. Hamilton, New Zealand. Doesn't sound like it's near uh, Dunedin, so we're just going to delete this one. If um, <laughs> that rep comes through oil. your
1: door, D- Jeff, you turn him right around and send him back out. Tell them the Slow Ride Podcast said no.
2: Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> boys, we do have um, some uh, Bike House Dunedin shirts coming our way. Check out our Instagram, and we'll show you what the van is going to look like. Cause they're uh. hard on the case to get that one done, but let's get to the um, super exciting one. This one comes to us from longtime friend of the pod and one of my very dear close friends, uh, Graham, you guys remember uh, Graham Partain has been on the Swift cycle team over many years. We only made one Swift cycle Jersey that was sleeveless and that was for Graham. <laughs> we would never do it again, but Graham writes in this whole gravel movement has been great for getting people off busy roads and putting more people on bikes. Although this has seemed to have had the opposite effect for Tim and Spencer. With this big gravel cycling surge, the definite buzzword is gravel or gurvel. Mm-hmm. The number one question these days is either what gravel bike should I buy? Or of course, what tire do I run? As the surge continues and the gravel bubble grows, every promoter and manufacturer is selling out for the trend. Mountain bike shoes are being rebranded as gravel shoes or gravel Mm -hmm. helmets, socks, jerseys, glasses, and beyond. All things are turning gravel. Mm -hmm. They are doing it because it makes money these days and smart company has to do it to survive. The upside for us is better bikes and over 100 tire choices. (laughs) The promoters are doing everything they can to jump in. What's not to like? Charge $200. Do not close the roads or have any kind of support. <laughs> no <laughs> aid stations required.
1: It is a win-win, Just start,
2: <laughs> Just start and enjoy the spirit of gravel on open roads. We had a local Florida promoter put on a gravel weekend that had a 70-mile route that did multiple nonsensical circles that looped around itself for 70 miles in one of our wildlife management areas. My huh. favorite South Florida road promoter, takes over the Swamp Levees near the Everglades for self-proclaimed Gravel State Championships, which is taking a page straight out of the Swift Cycle Southeast Single Speed Championships. Road promoters do this. Doing this hurts a little. You guys may remember that there was the Midwest Single Speed Championships that we brought to uh, Velocross, so naturally I just stole that. It did it for, yeah.
3: for Swamp yeah, Cross. yeah.
2: Now with USAC involved, there are likely some rebranding coming. I would imagine Cross will now be called Short Track Gravel and Mountain Biking (laughs) called Flat Bar Gravel. They will desperately latch on to the spirit of gravel, and I'm going deeper into the wilderness until USAC gets distracted by the next big thing they can latch on to. No sour grapes. I love my Florida dirt roads and enjoy escaping the dangerous Florida thoroughfares. I'm now 50 plus and have no desire for, to gain USAC points. The spirit of gravel is alive and well in my heart and looks forward to sharing it with you for many years to come. I'm now transitioning to what might be called multi-day gravel or what's better known as bike packing, but maybe we'll just uh-huh. call it gravel packing. Still love the show after all these years and hi Keith from Graham. Now that's a shout out to my former business partner, Keith Richards, who is on day 14 of the Tour Divide. He is almost through Colorado. Awesome, Keith. Although the winners finished a couple days ago, Keith is slow and steady. Emphasis on slow. I was hoping that he'd be finished by now. After the many times (laughs) of training hours I put in with Keith. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I looked at the route of uh, Tour Divide. It looks miserable. I don't know what he's doing, but shout out. What do you guys think of Graham's uh, thing here? Is that all the hot rage? We get it. Should we just start calling everything gravel something?
1: Uh, No, we should probably just start calling gravel racing because it's just racing.
3: Just just regular racing? Just regular racing. racing.
1: We could get rid of calling things crits and road races and everything and just be like, hey, we're racing bikes. Oh yeah, what's he like? Ah, little, little loosey goosey.
2: Okay, I'll bring the gravel bike. Like those Scottish roads. Yeah, yeah.
3: Maybe it's a gravel race in Scotland. We don't know.
2: Do you? Do either of you ever have any interest in doing the Tour Divide?
3: Absolutely not. No. I I would. <laughs> Why would you? I would ride it. But I, I do don't parts want to of race it. it. I just I don't know if I want to race yeah. very much anymore. Even even the small amount I've done the last few years is. Slipping away from me.
2: It's you know, not been fun. I just, I felt. I, don't, uh, I
1: just uh,
3: don't have the competitive motivation anymore.
1: I felt the pain of nostalgia today uh, because, boys, I dusted off the old team tent that I have in the garage in the back corner. Uh, you have
2: the team tent.
1: Drug it out, unfolded, wow. uh, popped it up. The old How easy up, you know, and because um, I needed some shade. So I'm working on my patio in the backyard trying to install some <laughs> bricks and uh, it's a little hot. So, this is great. you know, it really brought me back to the the struggle, the days of fighting with the easy up tents, getting them up and down, how to fit them in the car and all that. And uh, do you yeah.
2: seriously have the little guy racing team tent?
1: Uh, it's a different team tent, but I do have a team okay. tent. All right.
2: yeah. all right. Did we have Good. a
3: team tent with like the logos on it? We never I don't did. Think we did. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, was yeah.
1: try, I was trying to let Tim get off money on a team car. slide <laughs> easy on that one, but yeah, no, we never had one. This was a different yeah. team. With the actual bike, I don't
2: think I would ever do a Tour Divide. It, it looks a little too hard. It looks fun. Certain areas, I think I'd do it uh-huh. in like you know, oh, okay, I'm gonna ride this section for the day. Yeah, I don't know if I could do like 20 days in a row. No, you. Can't. I talked to Keith. I called him, <laughs> Keith. I hope this doesn't ruin because I know there's some weird rules on like outside help. And I'm sure talking to me is like to fuel, um,
0: uh, yeah, the, the I think help. Lot yeah.
2: Lot. Really get him in the right mental state. So yeah. he answered the phone. Um, I don't know if he was happy to talk to me or not. Mm-hmm. Cause I was just asking questions and he kind of just stopped listening. And then it was uh-huh. just kind of, the phone was just on.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And I was like, all right, I'll Keith, see you later. And he's like, all right, good night. <laughs> Keith gets it. Keith knows. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's no, like that's a regular
3: conversation. I, yeah, I wish but. he's the best. That's awesome. He's doing it. I didn't. I didn't realize he was doing tour divide. That's. That's. I.
2: I am with Graham yeah, though. I think the, the best part of all this gravel riding is getting people off the roads. Like it's a shame, but when you go out riding roads out there and there's just so many cars buzzing you and whatnot, it is pretty nice to go on roads that don't have cars.
3: It is nice. Can I? Can I give a shout out here? This is a good segue to, uh, not gravel, but. When I was driving back from Omaha where I didn't see any owls ooh. when I was in Omaha, but I did see an owl on the way. So ooh, there you go. That was the Omaha owl, I guess. Uh,
2: Call back. Yep.
3: We stopped at Blue Mound State Park in uh, southwest Minnesota. It's a lovely park. It's right outside of the town of Laverne. L- right outside of Laverne. And this was really nice. This is a big shout out to Laverne. There's a trail that goes from the park out like around the park and then it comes out of the park and it connects to the city and then there's a trail that goes all the way around Laverne. Laverne's only like, it's like a seven mile trail. It's a town of 5,000. And then there's a little spur trail that goes off the other side. But it was really nice to be at a small town where you could go to a park and you could bike the five miles in if you need to get something or hang out. Like we biked in and went to the aquatic center, but they also had e-bikes for rent in the city huh. of Laverne. Or like house. This- yeah, for cows. The city of Laverne had had e-bikes that anyone could rent like at their uh like fitness center place. But for a super small town, they they were doing it right. They had like a town of 5,000 people and they have like plenty of trails and it was pretty awesome and it made uh for me perfect cuz we could just ride in, we didn't have to drive once we got to the park. But also, I want to say at when you're camping, I see more e-bikes at Campgrounds than anywhere else like it is oh like yeah the 50 like plus on the back of the crowd. trailers yeah and just cruising around the park like it is it's an e-bike explosion uh when you're out at campgrounds
2: yeah so little guy what kind of e-bike is the most popular just Man, some like hybrids will, or are they like are they like the yeah. cheap rad power bike like like what we is there a brand no. that sticks out
3: I didn't, so the camping crowd seems to be getting a little fancier. I did not know a lot of these brands, but yeah, they were like hybrid-y, flat bar, like road bike situations. But yeah, when we just rode around the park and rode around to see the buffalo and see the prairie and stuff, um, ran into a bunch of families, and I would say 75% of like the adults were on e-bikes, which it's getting people riding around like yeah that's great i'm always feel a little like of two minds on e-bikes but man are they popular at the campgrounds
2: so that sounds awesome i love seeing e-bikes
1: okay you gotta so go maybe you gotta go ride some e-bikes field. if you're still of two minds about them um i gotta
3: i gotta get on one so
1: oh yeah you got to do some riding uh, I'm they're sure pretty they're awesome fun, but my my thing no, is I'll just
3: like i am i am anytime you can not have to Shove a bunch of like rare uh-huh, metals into uh-huh. something to go five miles like. In,
1: that's fair. That's in, fair. But anytime you, know. you gotta bring your groceries home from the store and you're not sweaty, yeah. that's pretty nice too.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, so, I kind of think some Amer- most Americans could deal with a little bit of sweat in their lives, but I I totally understand. Everyone has different opinions to me. I know that I am the outlier on a whole bunch of stupid opinions. So. I'd rather yeah, I know you don't you want to get people out of cars. Yeah,
1: you do still cars, have rim so. rim brakes and campy, yeah, so no, we know you can't I, be trusted.
3: No, I I totally know my opinions on e-bikes are not, not gonna, not gonna be the way they go. So I'm glad they're out there. They're 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 good in ways.
2: Yeah, uh, I mean that's cool that they're there and available. I went to, I was in New York City, this past week. I went to a Brompton, the Brompton Junction store, which is like in oh, the okay. West Village. It's really awesome. It's really, really cool. Brompton Brandon store, they got maybe like fifty or sixty of those Brompton bikes up there. It was pretty packed, but the the e bike versions looked really cool. Little guy, like the being able to fold those things up and take them into the elevator with you or onto the train. They looked Mm -hmm. pretty awesome.
3: Yeah, yeah,
2: that's cool. Um,
1: Brompton is still one of the most fun bikes I've ever ridden. Uh, if you if if you get a Brompton dealer anywhere near you, do yourself a favor and go just go take one around the
2: block. And pretty then fun, try yeah. to like fold them up. It's pretty cool like to see no, And like fine. the staff of the store was just trained in the fold up. Yeah. Like oh, I, yeah, that's gotta sure. be like day one. Like you're not allowed on the floor unless you get no. that thing folded up within like twenty five seconds. Oh yeah, you um, gotta
3: be you gotta be fast about it. Yeah, I've never actually yeah, ridden a I, Brompton. You try it. I, I've only ridden Dahan's, but, you know, cheap version. Of <laughs> don't the, don't
2: even say that on up. this podcast.
3: Well, I'm <laughs> saying it, it's fun.
2: Like You've the, only ridden Dahan, most... the guy that owns, like, a gunner, really sad that Waterford's gone, and you, <laughs> you go with Dahan?
3: <laughs> well, one, I have a very old, cheap Dahan, and two, when I went to Toronto yeah. to go to North American Messenger's thing in 2008, I booked an Amtrak because I thought nobody you, that was earlier when we went to Montreal, I I rode the train. I rode the train to Toronto and I foolishly thought, cool, I can just bring a bike on. And then I looked at all the regulations and the sizes they had at the time and it was not going to work. And so very last minute we were able to borrow bikes from uh, perennial cycles here in Minneapolis. that, that deals, a bunch of folding bikes. They let us borrow some bikes. And they could fit in the boxes, so I brought this little Dahan, and it was the perfect bike for visiting, for doing the race, but also so just for visiting the city for a couple of days. Like it was absolutely the most perfect thing to have for them.
2: We got a. I got a couple of um, email messages. Um, I, I I wasn't. I didn't tell you guys this, so I'm kind of doing oh. classic super rookie swerve. Mm-hmm. Got a a, a message. Um, sent my way, and it was basically a screen grab of um, of a bike shop or a, a company in uh, New York City uh, interacting mm-hmm. with a customer that had gone on their perceived shop rides. Okay. And the the gist of the story is the shop saying, "If you're going to come on the shop rides, you need to be wearing." Our kit, our jersey, <laughs> you've come a couple of times. You need to wear okay. our jersey because we're an independent business, and we're putting this this on. we're we're they, we're putting the work into okay. this road ride mm, seems fair., um, okay. and you've got to wear wear the kit. Now, I'll remind you that there is only really one road route in New York City. If it's not Central Park, it's basically go over the George Washington Bridge and then just up the 9W, the Palisades. Um so Spencer, you you think that's an okay thing off of based off what I told you for the shop oh. to say, "Hey, you've been on this a couple of times, you got to wear the kit."
1: I mean, if it's a shop team ride that they're like, "Hey, this is our thing, this is how we do it. Anybody can show up, but eventually we're going to ask you to do this." That seems reasonable if it's communicated. I don't know.
2: Okay. I I I look, man. As a former shop owner, I would love to have people show up and wear the Swift Cycle kit when we're on the ride. I don't think I ever told someone that they couldn't come on the ride. I would say like, hey, you want to come on in and have some coffee? Sure,
1: sure, sure. The, I guess I am. I don't know if it's a yeah, a a casual like. Hey, this is our ride that we do, and it's on the website. This is on Saturdays or whatever. Or if it's like, so, this is our team ride, and your buddy yeah. goes on it, so you went too. Yeah.
2: You know what I mean? That's I yeah, I th- I'm with you. Different. I think different. it's okay to say it if it's like a a full on team ride. Because um, what it if just, it's a full. It took over. Team ride? It took over the Instagram for a while. I saw it well, come a full- through <laughs> a couple times. I was like, ooh. Here,
1: here's here's the question then, Tim and and little yeah. guy actually, Um if you guys showed up to a group ride that you'd heard about and uh-huh. everyone there was in the same kit and you were obviously not. And you were like, Oh, whatever, you know, like new ride, whatever. The first
2: ride. Yeah. I'd be yeah, like yeah. The
1: next week you were like, Hey, this is a good ride. I'm going to go again. Like those guys, you know, fun ride, whatever. By the third week, third would you have, would you have considered buying a kit by that point? Just to be like, uh think, It seems like this is a thing. Like I got to drink the Kool Aid at some point.
2: I think third time. I think I think the third time is when, if everyone else is wearing the kit, the first two times I, and then if like I went back a third time, I'd be like, all right, yeah. Or I feel like third and fourth time may like maybe I'd believe to the fourth. Definitely would not show up to yeah. the fifth ride without the kit.
1: No. Or and little guys probably answer is uh you just remember the route. And now you do it on your own by yourself in whatever <laughs> well,
2: kit you want. The guys answer is where's their dumpster so I can get their old jerseys <laughs> and then still go. show up.
3: Well, I was going to ask And then
2: they're going to be like what did you buy this on eBay?
3: How many of those birchwood rides when you were on Birchwood way mm-hmm. back in the day? How many of the Birchwood rides do you think I went on with you uh before you yeah. just quit Birchwood and we started our own team, <laughs> you know, because I, uh, I went on a bunch uh, of Birchwood rides and I, I a lot of them. never joined Birchwood or
1: a lot like, of them, but or their ride wasn't stipulated that you needed to wear the kit, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, so yeah, that's true. And it, but it
3: was mostly mind. Birchwood folks. On the oh, ride. yeah. Like I, I was one of maybe two folks that weren't.
1: Yeah, but nobody any, ever gave you any gruff for it.
2: Aside for <laughs> no. me, probably.
3: No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh,
2: I gave him gruff, too. Oh, little guy, it's so good to have you back in the podcast. I can't wait to watch American Flyers with you next week for our annual slow ride Sunday stroll. It's time to hurt a little. It's going to be a great podcast. Can't wait to watch it. After so many years, you start to notice the little things. And that's when it's like a fine wine. It just ages Mm -hmm. better and better. And the question is, is Sarah ever ever going to not be on the top step of that race because of that movie because of her all-time wheel change that, oh, can't wait to talk even more about it after watching it over the next few days. But gentlemen, it is always a joy to talk to you on the podcast. Would like to have everybody head over to the Slow Ride Podcast on Instagram and Twitter where we'll be sharing a photo of Jeff's uh, done-up PDM van um with ms paint looks great fantastic choice jeff good job Con- congratulations and jeff <laughs> i do appreciate you following through on the uh, the, t- the the vote the people have spoken and you're going to come yeah. through like an all-time team player our kiwi correspondent i'd like to thank all of those that email us at the slow ride podcast at gmail.com um, shout out to Keith, who's doing Tour Divide. And many thanks to Graham for writing in after uh, at least 15 years of uh, friendship and 10 years of watching the uh, Slow Ride podcast <laughs> continue on. And with that, this is Tim in the lovely city, beautiful Orlando, Florida. Uh,
3: this is Matt in Minneapolis.
1: And this is Spencer out in Massachusetts reminding you to always wave at all your fellow cyclists that you see out on the road.
4: The Slow Ride
0: Podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com And on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod. The Slow Ride